I lost a 50th episode trivia extravaganza on Christmas Eve Eve. This is Spoilers Punishment Edition. This is Spoilers. Fuck yeah. <laughs> Let's do this, guys. High energy. Well, mellow greetings. <laughs> and welcome to Spoilers Punishment Edition. Uh, this is actually the second time we're recording this, so <laughs> bear with us. Uh, just to start off, if you haven't listened to the 50th episode trivia extravaganza that took place on Christmas Eve Eve, but it was just released this past Saturday, stop what you're doing and listen to that one first, uh, in which Stevie, who's here on the episode, say hi, Stevie. Hey there, how's it going? Pretty great. One and picked Demolition Man for me to spoil. Also joining us in my punishment is Mikey. How you doing, Mikey? Good. How are you? <laughs> I liked I liked your answer better last time. <laughs> Hopefully that's got recorded. <laughs> uh, yeah. So did you guys actually watch this movie, or am I alone in this? I watched this movie. Mikey, did you watch it? Uh, I was watching it before I got over here, and I watched all of it up until the last 10 minutes, so you can spoil the end for me. Oh, you missed like, one of the greatest punchlines of all time. I intend to. Um, oh, so, there's some good ones. Yeah. So for this episode, I, I wrote a little uh, opening thesis that I would like to read uh, that sort of just summarizes that is my punishment, and then I'll, I'll open it up to Q&A. Open discussion, then we'll do our yeses or nos, and then uh, sign off. We have an iTunes review to read, too, so don't let me forget to do that. Uh, sound good? Sounds Ooh. awesome. <clears throat> yeah. <clears throat> Demolition Man is more than a film. It's a chilling warning of the dangers of extreme PC culture and a biting satire on the 80s action genre. Our story opens with John Spartan in the distant future. <laughs> <laughs> Los Angeles, 1996. But this isn't your pappy's La La Land. <laughs> These are the war-torn streets terrorized by super-terrorist Simon Phoenix. Spartan is sent to take him down, and does so by unexplainably unex- escaping a whole building blowing up, only to be arrested alongside Phoenix for the accidental death of several hostages. Their punishment? Cryogenic freezing, a la I love you, I know, Han Solo style. As their frozen punishment uh, unfolds, they are reprogrammed to better conform to social norms. Keep in mind, this is all while the opening credits are still rolling. Fast forward to the year 2032, when Phoenix avoids the hibernation sickness and is unfrozen for his first parole hearing. Somehow, during his incarceration, he's become a computer super genius and hacks his way out. The only way to stop him? unfreeze john spartan the demolition man is back but he must now navigate this ultra pc world where cursing gets you instantly fined crime including murder death kills are non-existent and the only remaining restaurant is taco bell or pizza hut depending on which version of the movie you're watching (laughs) along the way we meet sandy bullock who's obsessed with the 90s jesse the future governor of minnesota the body ventura who murders a guy (laughs) Rob Schneider and Jack Black. As the evidence I presented above has clearly demonstrated, this film doesn't take itself too seriously. 
is willing to poke fun at the very movies that made the stars of this movie rich. Demolition Man is Mel Brooks meets Aldous Huxley. It's an over-the-top tribute to films like Rambo and Cliffhanger and novel and uh, literary greats like 1984 and others that I've read. <laughs> <laughs> This message rings Others. true. <laughs> this, et cetera, et cetera. This movie, this movie rang true in 1993. It rings true in 2016 and will continue to be relevant into the 22nd century. Gentlemen, enhance your calm, and I now open it up to Q&A. What was your favorite one-liner of the whole movie? Uh, the knocking the head off at the end. I don't remember the exact quote. What was it? Uh... Oh, Mikey, did you see this part? Uh, no, I don't think so. No. So it's the final ba- it's the final battle scene and long story short Sylvester Stallone ends up freezing Wesley Snipes and then swings mm-hmm. around on a tether from the ceiling and before he gets to Wesley Snipes frozen body <laughs> screams heads up <laughs> and kicks Wesley Snipes Wesley Snipes head off <laughs> And this is brilliant because it's foreshadowed in the first act when Wesley Snipes says, I, lose, I would lose my head if it wasn't attached. And then, kapow, bloody ice head. Oh, man. Bloody? It looked kind of cool, actually. Like, I don't know. Yeah, this movie's violent. What do you think happened in the great franchise wars? How do you <laughs> think that went down? I like to think of it as a literal war between mascots. You don't think the owners actually went to war? To the death, yeah. I think people actually died. I would hope so. <laughs> Michael Keaton what? died during the during the franchise wars. How how do you think the three shells are used? Oh, that's a really good question. And explain in detail. Yeah, please explain in detail. So, the three shells. One of them's a throwaway shell. And then they kind of like move down the line, right? So your number two shell becomes your number one shell, and number three shell becomes your number two shell. The first shell does the dirty work. It's getting in there. <laughs> it's scraping. It's a scrawler. <laughs> it's like you're separating things to make room for it. Like it's oh, taken God. out. It's front lines. Uh, it's going down. And so all the shells are also biodegradable. So that shell goes down. Now your second shell, this is more like... Um, the first shell is like the bidet. This one's just more like a massage shell. So you're, like, you're getting the outsides. You're making sure there's no mess from the battle that just took place. Uh, if this shell comes back clean, you're good to go. And then it becomes your first shell. If it comes back dirty, then you gotta, you know, you got to go to work again. And so that it could go down. Your third shell, much of the same. It's just one final swipe to make sure you're all good to go. No muss, no fuss. You put it back, your one shell. You think they're just washing these or reusing no, no, them, no. or Re- there like them. unlimited shells going they're san- on? They're sanitary. It doesn't. They don't have germs, so it's cool. Ugh. <laughs> You're just so, using Pap- other people's shells too. It's disgusting. So, Pap, since PDA is illegal in the future, what is uh, what is sex like in the future? Oh, they have uh, these. It's much like in the Star Wars <laughs> holiday special. They have uh, headsets. That are virtual sex. Um, that you kind of it's it's super trippy again. It's like you're kind of having like a a trippy space orgasm, but you're like there's boobs and geometric patterns and all kinds of weird stuff Geomet- flying <laughs> flying around. 
and uh and then i guess you just kind of do your thing and then uh take off the headset there's no bodily fluids exchange in this culture that's important which character enjoyed it more what do you guys think i, th I think rocky was about to come but <laughs> uh, yeah we're getting pretty close to seeing his o face <laughs> that was that, that was, was kind of horrifying i didn't know if i was watching this or the uh porn movie he made <laughs> italian stallion oh god um so what'd you guys think about my thesis did you guys actually like this movie or what were your... let me turn the tables a little bit i like this movie for its downright uh, cheesiness yeah it's very cheesy. It's super meta too. There's a lot of there's a lot of movie jokes in this movie. Yeah, it's like it really is kind of like a parody. Yeah. One more question I have for you, I think Drew. There was like, oh, go ahead, Mikey. There was like references to Rambo, which Stallone is obviously in, and then uh, while they were in the car, uh, I don't remember Sandra Bullock's character's name, but she mentioned something about Sylvester Stallone. Uh, becoming president of the United States, Schwarzenegger, and oh yeah, Schwarzenegger becoming president of the United States, and Stallone just looked baffled and disgusted. <laughs> <laughs> Little did they know, because I guess they were acting rivalry. Oh really? I mean, not no, not a really. real rivalry. Yeah. Rivalry, but people always oh, people always compare yeah. them. What were you saying, Stevie? I was gonna say. Um, Drew, what were like the things that this movie predicted correctly in the um, future of 2032? Predicted Jack Black would be a big star. Uh, <laughs> it predicted, I don't know. I mean, a lot of it's super hyperbole, but yeah, some of it like certain words that you just are illegal to use. I don't know if, not to get too political, I don't know if we've gotten there yet, but there was... Definitely a sort of a backlash against PC culture that I think has been more and more evident lately in politics and internet culture. And I think that that is sort of exemplified in this movie. Uh, yeah. What do you think? Um, I was doing some research online and came across Cracked. And I love Cracked.com. And they said iPads were one of them. Oh, yeah. You know, iPads. Like, yeah, yeah. Self-driving cars. Self-driving cars. Self-driving cars. Uh, GPS inside of cars. And, like, the super creepy one, which is really funny, was the name under um, Simon Phoenix's when he's released. Like, in the catalog. What was that? Uh, Scott Peterson. I don't get it. Who's Scott Peterson? What's that? What's like, that? ten years ago, and Scott Peterson was, like, arrested for murder in this movie. Ten years ago, Scott Peterson... Became really famous and murdered his wife. Oh, that guy. Yeah, he did like Christmas Eve or whatever. Yeah, yeah. That was like, that was the name under, uh, I think it was, um, what was uh, Sylvester Stallone's character's name? John Spartan, yeah. How can you yeah. forget? Yeah. Uh, I'm sorry. Ted Bundy's in there too, right? And <laughs> they let Ted Bundy. <laughs> it's pretty, pretty horrific if you're one of the, the victim's family <laughs> and you're watching them. <laughs> Just trying to get through a, a movie to Dahmer. enjoy. Yeah. Oh, that's who it was. Dahmer. Dahmer. Yeah. Dahmer. Yeah. Phoenix. Yeah. And Phoenix was like, "I love that guy." Like, <laughs> yeah. Okay. Jesus Christ. <laughs> yeah. And then I think uh, Sandy 
Bullock's character, her last name was Huxley or something. So it's like definitely referencing the whole Brave New World type culture. Um, everyone's sort of pacified and I don't know, sort of. It's there's a no, future that I don't want yeah. to be a part of. There's no crime. There's no violence. The, the police don't know how to react to violence. Like, not that that's the case at all now, but that's like sort of Brave New World dystopian-esque themes they were playing on there, which is only supposed to be 15 years out at this point. Oh, God. And they got a lot wrong, too. They said there's a great quake of 2010. Like, in 1996, which is only three years in the future, LA's in a straight-up, like, beyond... Oh, it looked like a war zone. A literal war zone, yeah. Like, uh, There's Mad Max out there. Simon Phoenix, <laughs> Simon Phoenix had taken over blacks, and the, 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 the final straw was when he blew up a, a bus that was making its routes because, like, the paper had stopped. Like, he had taken over part of the United States, literally. <laughs> pretty, pretty awesome. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty awesome. <laughs> uh, another thing that I thought was kind of interesting was the concept of like learning through osmosis or behavior alteration through osmosis, um, which is actually, I thought, pretty well explained the uh, Simon Phoenix's character getting his uh, superpowers. Uh, but then Sylvester Stallone gets like knitting or something. <laughs> uh, yeah, it was. That part of the movie I didn't quite understand. It, like, their rehab was supposed to be, they were frozen, but while they're in there, they're learning how to become yeah, a... Yeah, they're, like, going through a conditioning. ...functional member of society. Mm-hmm. So are they yeah. awake? Uh, Well, there's the part... Is it, like, Inception? There's the part where uh, Sylvester Stallone claims that he could hear his wife, Adrian, through the glass... <laughs> Remember? But no, you re- you really Adrian? Says, no, it's not I Adrian. That part. No, he doesn't say Adrian. But whoever, he's <laughs> that like, is could, super meta. <laughs> he's like, I could hear her begging on the glass or whatever. Remember? He says that, and then the the mirror guy turns to the other guy, oh, okay. and he's like, Oh, they're supposed to be unconscious. So I don't know, debatable. But what do you guys think about uh, Sandra Bullock? Yeah, pretty close to seeing some. <laughs> what do you think about Sandra Bullock's performance? Seeing some still. I would I would love to see that. <laughs> it will, uh, she just plays like a goof. All of her uh, all of her cliche lines that she tries to say and she's messing them up is pretty hilarious. Like we're gonna lick his ass. Like no no, we're we're gonna <laughs> kick his ass. <laughs> I'm trying to think of another one, I can't oh, they're so funny. So, I mean, I don't know. It was, it was so over ridiculous at that point. It's just, you know what I mean? Like, you're just kind of like, what on earth? I think this is a movie that needs to be remade. Ooh, really? I think just for the, like, the corny, cheesy factor, and also, like, have Sylvester Stallone do a remake of the same character. Because he oh. pretty much looks the same. Okay, we can recast uh, Sly as Sly. Uh, you know who's gonna, <laughs> you know who's gonna play that deep state guy, the guy with the blonde streak. Who? Various, dude. <laughs> as various. For Sandy Bullock, we can Sandy get. Sandy Bullock it. looks exactly the same. Well, I, I was thinking we could get the rabbit from Zootopia to play Sandra Bullock. 
Jennifer Goodwin? No, the actual rabbit, like a Who Framed Roger Rabbit type situation. Oh. <laughs> oh boy. Um, any other points? How much did you enjoy this movie on uh, a one to ten scale? Go ahead, Mikey. Will you say something first before we give our yes or no's? Just say honestly, this movie was nothing like. Yeah, I was expecting like a super eighties type action movie with like lots of violence, but it was sort of nothing like I expected. It was meta, and it was like there's a lot of comedy in it. I guess I've never really heard anything about it or known anybody to watch it and recommend it. So I was <laughs> a little surprised at what I at what I just finished watching. Would you give it a yes or a no? Um, that's a tough one. <laughs> I'll say I'll say no because it is kind of it is really campy, but uh I think there are some some interesting parts to it, like uh the predictions they made for the future were kind of interesting. And a lot of stuff is like kinda of true now, so yeah. It's an interesting movie. Stevie, yes or no? Ooh. Um, <laughs> that's a loaded question. You are Oof. the one who won the 50th episode Christmas Eve Eve trivia extravaganza. Man, this movie is painful. And chose this for me as my punishment in the heat of the moment. You're kicking around a couple, but this is what you landed on. Yeah, this movie is downright painful. Um, I'm going to have to give it a no. There's just so many bad one-liners. And just the whole society of just being like pacifists and no cussing. And everybody talks like robots. They did it's talk just, really weird. I have a note. Why, why they talk so weird? <laughs> why do they talk so weird? Like, even if like there's like, God, it's just painful. This is an utter no. I mean, if you like, if you if you're into like bad cinema, check it out. Or if you you're drunk at a midnight movie, yeah. But oof, this is a bad movie, man. That's why I recommend. It. I remember as a kid thinking, this is not a good film, and years later, once again, this is not a good film. Even beyond like the predictions, just one of Stallone's worst. This is an utter no. So that yeah, no for me, Pap. One of Stallone's worst. One of Snipes' best? One of Snipes' best. One of Stallone's worst. We barely touched on his performance. I found him enthralling. (laughs) (laughs) He only spoke in one-liners. He only spoke in one-liners with his eyes wide open. Uh, Yeah, and he's... He does the whole robotic karate thing, like... I don't know how to explain it. Like when he's making moves and knocking people out, he's very robotronic in his movements and it's really cheesy and campy, but I don't know. It's weird. He's a weird guy. He's a fucking killer though too. He's, he's wielding plasma guns and 18th century cannons and all kinds of crap. (laughs) Yeah. Throughout the course of this film. Uh, So I guess it's down to me. I'll, I th- it's my punishment episode, so I'll give it a yes. I think that if you look at it from the perspective of a satire of of movies like Cliffhanger and 
uh, Predator <laughs> and everything else. You know, maybe it's kind of like this is not funny. Predator. It's funny, and uh, I don't know. It's I'm not mad. I saw it, and I have to say yes since it's my punishment one. So a hearty yes to this timeless film. What is this categorized? Is this categorized as a comedy? I feel like you have to. Right? Like a comedic, like, like a comedy action sci-fi? Is that, okay, that's the thing. If you're putting it in the comedy, it's like a good comedy. It's like uh, $2 a night. If you're putting it in the action, it's like a dollar for five days. <laughs> like it's... <laughs> $2 a night. Yeah, this is like... I don't know. It doesn't hold up at all as an action movie, but if you look at it from just stupid dumbness, it's like like The Room or something. I don't know. Yeah, I feel like Austin Powers kind of stole from the uh, from the plot. How so? You have two guys that are cryogenically frozen that wake up in the future to do battle. Well, yeah, and then you also have like the cryogenically frozen aspect of like uh cat's cradle from Kurt Vonnegut or you have like uh, star Wars, you know, I mean, it's like a theme. Yeah, that's true. So, I don't know. That's true. All right. Let's wrap this shitty, shitty movie episode <laughs> up. <laughs> My punishment is over. So for those of you who are still listening, we haven't, <laughs> we haven't turned it off yet. We do have an iTunes review. Uh, this is the best thing that you can do for the podcast. We always really appreciate it. Uh, even if you don't leave words, it helps us move up, move up in the rankings. Uh, we want to be back on top as a top rated spoilers podcast. This one is titled spoilers with a thumbs up emoji. The Caucasian yellow one. He gave us one, two, three, four, five stars. Nice. Winston the ogre. Do you guys know who that is? I, I really don't. It might be... I thought that was you. <laughs> no, I, I left mine. I'm, I'm the first one. I, I don't know Winston the Ogre. That's uh, I wouldn't even know where to go for a nickname on that one. Well, thank you, Winston. He, he left this on January 31st, 2017, and he had to say, always entertaining and fun. Spoilers is a fresh idea for movie reviews. So, you know, it's kind of funny. Oh, that's it? Short, short and sweet, five stars. <laughs> <laughs> That's I thought there was mean. more to it the way you kind of trailed uh, off at the end. Yeah, this is really your. Well, anyway. we'll say anything you you write, so don't waste this opportunity. Say something really Seriously. fucked up, like you know. <laughs> <laughs> Attach your email address to it. Yeah. We'll read it. Yeah, you have an enemy. <laughs> yeah, we'll, we'll bash that dude for you. <laughs> All right, uh, Stevie, you want to play us off real quick with the last little bit? Okay, um, let's see. If you guys want to follow us on the Twitter machine, we are at spoilers underscore pod. That's at spoilers underscore pod. If you want to email us, give us a movie to review, or just want to say something nice to us in email form, we are uh, at, what is it? No, let's see. It's uh, podcastspoilers at gmail.com. That's podcastspoilers at gmail.com. Gmail.com at gmail.com and then uh, we have a website of the same name and if you want to find us on iTunes we are spoilers with an exclamation point and our logo looks like a cereal bowl with spoilers written in the milk so you can find us that way 
really that, trying to become the number one rated spoilers podcast because I think we're the only active spoilers podcast. Yeah, we're yeah, we're still not number one. <laughs> kind of we were once, once upon a time we were number one, and then we fell. Fell so hard. But we're like uh, we're like Simon Phoenix. We're gonna rise from the icy ashes and <laughs> take like Mike Tyson. Yeah. <laughs> Well, Once they, was number one and never got back. So yeah, that's, that's how you leave us a review, though. You search for spoilers, find the cereal bowl, click on it, click reviews, write one, and then we can read it. You can do it right from your cell phone right now. Thanks for listening. Aw, oh, man. Hey, chaps.